Hey you guys, I'm back for another great episode with you all. As always, please remember to like, subscribe, comment, hit the notification bell. Um, you know, do whatever you do to let everybody know what you think about the podcast. Let me know as well. I appreciate you guys for, you know, just sticking around and saying what's up. This is going to be an interesting episode. Looking forward to it. Thanks as always. Welcome to Japan according to Akil. Everything you wanted to know, or didn't think you needed to know, about Japan. With me, your host Akil, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Hey there, hey yo, what's going on? Welcome to episode 174 of the podcast. Really, really simple episode, but a lot of information um, for you guys. First, I give a movie review of a really important movie about a really famous Japanese actor that a lot of you will probably be familiar with. It's kind of a, it might be an incomplete movie for you, like if you're similar to me, but it's a quality flick. Then we, um, I get into the main topic, which is Japanese royal family tabloid gossip, the juicy tea. Which sh- I'm sharing it. I'm giving you what's going down. A story that might have crossed your timeline, but I kind of go into depth into it. I'm not sure if it was all those details were included in in the um, Japanese in in English articles. I kind of doubt that they were. So I break it down in my own special way for you guys. So alright, y'all. Enjoy. Mm, testing, testing. Testing, testing, testing. Okay. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on? I got a big, you see, I got a big glass of wine if you watch on YouTube. Mm. Just because I don't want to keep getting up and going to the other area to grab another glass i'm gonna try to put this by my pc and hopefully and i'm just gonna hold this because this that makes me nervous right next to my pc but okay yeah we're here for another full episode fuck what episode is this i forgot to check because i haven't uh we're at 174 this is a full episode 174 you guys on in podcast world in youtube land wherever you are wherever you're at um looking forward to this one i got inspiration because uh, we're going to tell some story well it's not a story about me but um give you the inside scoop of a developing that's my news um <laughs> special effects um breaking news stories about uh what's going on in japan something interesting that i think you're really gonna like so hold on let me just mm. drink a little bit um just just before we get started you know the year is winding down uh, it, YouTube people, I have a, my my inside the house hat on because it's cold as shit. Um, sorry if you hear the AC in the background. Definitely, YouTube people might hear it. Podcast people, I can definitely um edit out the sound, but yeah, uh, it's just fucking cold. So you know, sorry, I'm not recording this without the heater on today. So tonight, so so yeah, but um, hmm. Besides that, you know, everything's good. The Christmas presents are all um, locked and loaded. Click, click, clack, 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 clack. I'm, I can't do too many um, gestures because I'm holding the wine. But, uh, yeah, my son's last gift is on his way here. And uh, the other ones are hidden. So it's going to be a fucking Merry Christmas this year. Uh, he, My son requested fucking turkey. 
you know. So he was like, Dad, I, don't want it. Or I heard through the grapevine, I heard through my wife that he wants to eat turkey for Christmas, which pretty fucking accurate. Surprised about that he kind of knew to take it there, but so I got to hit Costco up. Well, not because of that, but on my Costco visit, I'm going to see if they have turkey and I'll whip something up for the little whip, whipper snapper. Uh, mm. I'm going to attempt to put this down and just try to stay still. Okay. So tonight, um, what we have for you guys is, I just only have one topic. I had some other things. I, w- I wanted to do another, um, oh no, snap, snap, snap. I almost forgot about that. Wait, hold on, hold on. One second. One second. Okay. Yeah, I I forgot a subtopic, which I'll I'll probably get to as a warm up. Not too much else is going on with me uh this since we last spoke. Uh but uh I have been kind of checking out some animes. I've been checking out some TV shows. Basically almost anything on Netflix that's Japanese that has English subtitles, I kind of realize is going to get a re- um uh, release internationally, so uh, I'm trying to um, watch as much of that shit as I can, and, and kind of review it for you guys. I, w- I was I was trying to watch this anime called uh, Komi something something. Komi uh, has like Komi show like communication. Komi can't communicate. I think it was the, the English name of it. Komi can't communicate. Um, I tried to watch it and I just couldn't. Like uh, the premise of the show that I thought it was going to be about is completely different, and it's just kind of like eh. And, um, Utah, I, oh, fuck, I deleted, I deleted, I mean, it's not even worth, um, like, bringing it up, really, because it's not, it's not a show I would recommend to you guys, so, um, Utah on YouTube, if you want to look for it, uh, Utah, Comey, Comey can't communicate, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not even gonna bother putting it in the links, because I prefer to link to stuff that I would recommend for you guys, not stuff that's gonna really waste your time, so, um, hold on, let me make sure I'm recording properly, hold on one second. Okay, and let me try and work my way back here without knocking anything over. Okay, okay, good. All right, yeah. Okay, get settled back in. Yeah. Okay, shit. All right, uh, fuck. I, I was completely in the right spot and I fucked it up. Okay, all right, all right, all right. There we go. There we go. Got the got the butt support, got the lumbar support, because so, you know I kind of like to lean forward a little bit towards the mic. So I got a little butt pillows, and then I got a little back pillow. I got two cushions, like you know, I, I realize that's how I like it, so I can keep my posture upright, um, and you know, be up close to the mic, kind of without making myself a little bit too uncomfortable. So, mm. but yeah, um, Comey can't communicate. I um. I, I, I randomly saw it on, on TV like a few nights ago, like about a week ago. And I watched a few minutes of it. And it looked kind of interesting because the premise is, is like this beautiful student can't communicate, blah, blah, blah. And so then I saw it was new on Netflix and, and I watched it. And oh, no, I, I, I saw Utah, a Japanese YouTuber, really, really popular, good Japanese YouTuber. Um, he's pretty fair and balanced and, and kind of, you know, he shoots from the hip. I like how the way he does stuff. Um, no surprising craziness, you know, like somebody else, but whatever. Um, so 
Yeah, I watched his review, and then I saw it was on Netflix, so I watched the first episode, and I just couldn't get through anything after that because there was one turn of events in the show that really disappointed me and made me completely lose interest in the show. What it is is, like, the main character is true. He's not really that interesting, and he's kind of like a really bland kind of guy, maybe an avatar for uninteresting guys or Japanese guys, but... Comey, you know, she's really shy. She can't communicate with people and blah, 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 blah. But that's fine. You know, um, he's clear. You too, of course, everyone's attracted to her. Everyone wants to be her friend. She's beautiful. Everyone wants her. All the guys want her. All the girls want her, you know. And clearly the main character wants her as well. But he, because she can't communicate, his mission is to give her you know to be friends with her and then they become friends and then he's like i'll get her 100 friends is his goal but like he's a high school student not the banger not to make her his girlfriend to give her friends and it's just like that's the most disingenuous shit ever so it's clearly she's got big titties long legs a beautiful face you know um she, please don't call me a fucking pervert she's goddamn cartoon high school girl come on like she's drawn that way right um but um but yeah his whole thing you know he's clearly thinks she's pretty but he wants to be her friend it's like that is just completely disingenuous Mm. and that premise alone is just kind of boring to me you know if he was like trying to be her boyfriend or something like that then i might be a little bit more interested in watching it but the negative reviews from Japanese people, plus um, seeing that turn in the plot, just kind of made me be like, ah, fuck it. So I'm not even gonna recommend it to you guys. You, if you guys want to watch it and like, like you know, waste your fucking time, go for it. But, <laughs> but I'm not. Um, yeah. But one thing I did see, which um, I will, I don't know if I can recommend it to you guys. Well, okay, fuck it, I'll recommend it to you guys. It's a good movie, but. Um, for a not from a non-Japanese person's perspective, it's a, a very incomplete and, and not as satisfying movie. And I'm talking about the Asakusa Kid. This is a movie called the Asakusa Kid. Again, uh, that's what I just typed in. I'll make sure I put a, uh, the trailer in there for it. But pretty much, it's the um story, the origin story of Beat Takeshi. If you don't know who Beat Takeshi is, come on, man. Why are you even watching this? fucking shit you know why are you even watching my podcast right now because you got to know you know battle royale zatoichi uh takeshi's castle a whole bunch of other shit he's like you know the 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 fucking raunchy comic you know um he was in fucking was he in uh, oh he's just in everything outrage he's in everything basically or he wasn't everything you know he's slowing down now he's getting older but um, he, uh, yeah, it, it, the story, it's the story of how he kind of started becoming and became a, a famous comedian and things like that. But for me, it was, um, uh, watching it, it wasn't really as satisfying because, you know, of course it's a Japanese movie, it's made for Japanese people. So, um, a lot of the... You know, it shows his mainly focuses on the time before he became really famous, and it kind of glosses over a lot of things that happened in, that I've heard about happened. Like, <clears throat> sorry, my, maybe be, you know the air conditioner a lot. Like my throat's been kind of dry and scratchy a little bit. So, mm. 
with a heater, you know, having the heater on all night because it's, it's so cold and it's kind of dried out my throat a bit. But, um, but yeah, you know, like I heard he got into an accident, which if you know, like he, I think he has kind of like a, um, like, you know, what's the word? Like, a twi- I don't know, his twitch has maybe always been there, I think, but you know, he, his eye or something, you can see his face. He has like numbness in his face. I think it comes from his, um, motorcycle accidents, which doesn't get talked about in the movie. I would, pref- I would have wanted to see that because, um, I don't know what the fuck happened, but you know, um, I, I'm guessing, you know, Japanese people know those kind of main plot lines of of his life, main kind of events in his life. But me as a non-Japanese person, I'm not really familiar with any of that shit. You know, I I really, he only really popped on my radar from Battle Royale. And I didn't realize that Takeshi's Castle was repackaged and remade for American audiences. I forgot the name of the show. It was some stupid ass show. I mean, Takeshi's Castle wasn't stupid, but how they repackaged it for American people was kind of stupid. But I still used to watch it. Um, I thought it was funny when I was a high school student. But, um, uh, like, super great, amazing Showtime or some shit like that. I, I stumbled upon it, like, a few months ago, but I just can't remember the name of it. It was just, like, way Americanized. But, um, what was I saying? Yeah, so the movie felt kind of incomplete for me to watch just because, like, I couldn't really see a lot of the main events like like it was interesting to see how where his name beat Takeshi came from I realized like after watching the show it came from his stand-up comedy dude that that he was in you know I didn't know that like it was just cool and just to see some behind the scenes stuff about Asakusa which is one of has become one of the more um tourist touristy areas like in Tokyo mm. by the fucking way like um, <sighs> Don't get suckered in. Let me let me let me tell you something. I, I've met a few people who who have moved to Japan and moved to Tokyo, and for some fucking well, I don't want to say for some fucking reason, but they kind of get suckered into um, living in the Asakusa area. Don't fucking do that shit, okay? Like they end up moving like, oh shit, I'm far away from everything because Asakusa is kind of pretty far north, uh, like north of Ginza. Uh, it's only I, I haven't been there in like well over ten years, but it's pretty far north in a uh, northern part of kind of central Tokyo, if you will. So it's a good touristy area to go visit. You know, it's like one of the places you want to hit when you're going to visit Tokyo, but you don't want to live in that area, right? A lot of the action, the places after you live here that you're going to want to be are going to be in central or southern Tokyo, south or southern, southeastern central Tokyo. It's kind of the way I'm saying it. But like in Shibuya area, in Shinagawa area, maybe Yoyogi area, Harajuku area, on the Yamanote line, if you look at the Yamanote line, it's going to be around those kind of areas, not really towards the northern part, if you will. And so, like, if you live in the Asakusa area, you kind of asked out, really, because in nightlife, you got to go home early. There's nothing really interesting to do around, because it's more of, like, a quiet, traditional area, so... <laughs> Sorry, the nightlife. Sorry, if my nose is just again the the dry air. Um, the nightlife spot, the nightlife spots that you're gonna be around is for like old people, old Japanese people, basically. And that shit might be cool, like once or twice, but that's just gonna get old after a while. And you know, 
especially when all the people who are in your age group are on the other side of town having a fucking blast. So just trust me, just don't live in the Asaksa area. Right. But the story really takes place then, um, you know, about like 50 something years ago. Um, it's a good movie. The characters are good. Like, um, the drama was interesting. It threw me for a few loops. It's very Japanese. Um, yeah, I, I can recommend it for you to watch, but me probably being more familiar with Beat Takeshi than a lot of people like watching this, even for me, there were still a lot of like points in time watching it where I was just like, okay, so it kind of glossed over some shit. And after finishing the movie, I kind of realized that it probably is because Japanese audiences are quite, quite familiar with his life. So um they didn't need to kind of hit everything and it's also a two hour it's not a mini series so it's a two-hour movie so they need to kind of compress some stuff and cut a bunch of shit out but um and focus on before fame you know more than like after he became famous you know so after he became famous started becoming famous it kind of glossed over a bunch of stuff so just to give you a warning about about that but it is quite enjoyable on it in its own um and just, you know, to see kind of how he became famous and, st and stuff like that, who his influences were and, and things like that. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I can recommend it. it. You know, it. Yeah, it's very Japanese, but it's good. OK. So now <laughs> let's get into uh, the topic of this. Ugh, excuse me oh my goodness okay <laughs> of this podcast is um uh, i don't know what i'm gonna call this episode like princess in new york maybe uh it's a topic i haven't talked about but yeah, it, it, i'm a little bit late on it but um i gotta give you an update I, I just realized i hadn't talked about it so i'm like okay perfect let me do a full episode and give take my time take my time and give some give a full update on the princess mako situation right um now if you look in the, if you look in the description of this episode hmm, i'm gonna start with the, the japanese imperial family tree right um now pretty much um what earlier this year no 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 not this year three years ago shit god damn Okay, um, because we're in Leiwasanen, uh, right? So three years ago, the existing emperor, um, what's the word? He left the throne. I forgot the word. Not abandoned the throne. He abdicated. That's the word I'm thinking. He abdicated the throne, right? Um, so the emperor, the former emperor, um, fuck, it's a little bit far from me to see. Yeah, Akihito, former emperor Akihito, um, the grandpa, um, abdicated the throne. This 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 family tree is a little bit older, and the new emperor is Naruhito, right? Ah, Naruhito, Naruhito, and his and his wife, um, they have uh one daughter Aiko. Now, um, so he's first, so he's got the throne. But the thing about Japan is that only, uh, you know, it's a patriarchal society, of course. So we can't have, let me take off this hat. We can't, ha we can't have a, um, a empress in Japan, which is something that they're kind of, you know, mulling now. Because if you really look at <laughs> the family tree, it's a bunch of women in there. 
right? And um, so the emperor uh, Naruhito, he, they, uh, him and his wife, they, I heard like you know she used to be, I want to say, not like a radio someone. She she was like a regular citizen. She wasn't really like an imperial or anything like that. And um, and so um, they got married, and you know apparently there was a bunch of stress in her marriage. Maybe there's a rumor she kind of. Uh, had several miscarriages over time, you know. Of course, there's a lot of pressure for them to, you know, have a baby, have a son, because you know only a male can take the throne, and you know who, you know, royal families. You know what happened with the British royal family are very conservative and whatnot. And so the Japanese royal family, oh my gosh, magnify that times like fifteen thousand. So they finally have a child, but they have a girl. Fast flip to Crown Prince Akihino. Nope. Aki, Akishino, sorry, Akishino. I don't remember these guys' names. Akishino, he's second in line for the throne, you know. But if you look, he they have three kids again, two daughters. But they but finally they popped out the son, <clears throat> right? Which and so he is next in line for the throne. So. It'll skip all these girls, you know, because, I mean, that was kind of like the big thing. Like, they were just like girl after girl after girl after girl. And they're like, fuck, we need a boy, you know. Uh, <laughs> mm. So this good boy is like the golden child, basically. And now they're they're kind of, but, but you know, if something happens to him, like they, they don't have any plan B. Because if you look the other side, all the way on the other side of the family, um, people who are completely not in line for the throne, you know, I don't even know, like, the other side, like, if you just look at the map, I'm not even going to explain, it's too complicated, but basically, the, the youngest generations are all girls as well, so it's just girls all over the fucking place, and this one little boy, basically, he's just like, fuck, you know, <laughs> they're just like, shit, so, so if anything happens to him, like, you know, the royal family's screwed, basically, so now they're, they're kind of, like, mulling, like, you know, considering whether or not they'll uh, be, allow uh, an empress to take the throne, being quote unquote progressive, if you will. But but it really is just like they got literally they got no plan B. If if something happens to this boy, like they're just fucked basically. So um, so yeah. So but anyway, but 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 this story is not about that. Well, ironically, um, what's his name? Hito, that's his fucking name. I don't, you know, I don't give a fuck about this shit. But he's a Hito. He seems like a nice little kid. Mm. His life gotta be dry as fuck. But, but um, he something weird happened, which was like, cause he he he. I remember a few years ago, the junior high school or elementary school he went to. Um, some weird person snuck into it. And left a knife on his desk, and everyone freaked out. Like, you know, like I don't know why you do that, but I don't know what the justification. Some old guy just put a knife on his desk, like you know, a veiled threat. So they, of course, they found the guy, and you know, whatever he was arrested. But, but yeah, um, that's just my anecdote about him. That's the only news story I remember about that. But if you look, he has two brothers and sisters. Uh, two sisters. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Kako, 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 and Kako and Mako. Um. We're gonna, I was, because that's how I was, I was talking about this in a lesson, and I was like, who is Kako? And I looked at some pictures from her from college, I was like, okay, I see you, I see you, little college girl, little college girl in your college world. 
I don't know what that was, but and then we got Mako, right? Mako, I think is the is the older one, right? She's the oldest, and um, and she is gonna be the center of our discussion for the night. Yeah, um, I, I'm gonna need some more wine, but yeah. Pretty much, she has gotten married. If you don't know, she's gotten married recently and moved to New York with her husband. Um, this story is fucking crazy, right? For a lot of different reasons. It's in a very Japanese kind of way. It's very interesting. Um, hmm. Let me let me take a quick break, get some more wine, because um, this is not going to be enough. For me to, to last me through this story. Let me f- fill her up so that I can um, give share the details of this and I'll be right back. Hold on. Okay. Okay. I'm back. All right. So Princess Mako, Princess in New York. Okay. Where do I begin this story? So, okay. Le- uh, it's funny because like watching the Western news pick it up is kind of like seemed like a fairy tale. The Japanese princess moves to New York kind of thing. Um but now there's a lot more shit going on behind the scenes that you probably wouldn't be included in the English articles. Um, hmm. So, okay. Several years ago, Princess Mako, she, she, she you know, she goes to Ellen, pretty conservative. Uh, it's a lot more to it. One of my students explained it to me. Like she, the Royal family has like a, a, a elementary junior high school that they go to. And um, that kind of all of the members go to. But because uh, Akihino, the younger brother, was kind of not directly in line for the throne, maybe this is according to one of my students that he was they were a bit more liberal with their kids upbringing. So they they let them go to a university that's kind of different from the one that all the royal family tradition goes to. Um, So. It's more of like an international or a language. I forgot the fucking name of this. The university, I'm not digging deep into it that much. But I think <clears throat> Mako, she went there. She transferred from the, the the elementary. I think, I'm not sure if it's elementary, but definitely junior high. High school and university are all connected. So it's kind of an escalator system. Basically in Japan, um, not all universities, but um, some schools pretty much like if you enter in kindergarten you can either enter in kindergarten elementary junior high or high school right um generally speaking some of the elite schools they all have like a kindergarten so you can kind of technically if you got it's kind of like a pay-to-play kind of thing in my opinion but like you know if you got the funds um, you can generally speaking not all of them but many of them enroll your kid in like the kindergarten for one of the like top schools and you're basically guaranteeing that they as equivalent you can enroll your kid in a in a um quote-unquote ivy league kindergarten and basically guarantee they'll graduate from an ivy league university pretty much is kind of what you're doing right because if they stay on that course on that path you know the <clears throat> the kindergarten you know, then you go to elementary, the junior high, high school, and you automatically are able to, generally speaking, almost automatically able to enter the university, which means you'll get a degree from that university. So, you know, wealthier families. I know um, one of my mentors mm, enrolled, you know, um, well-off guy, really well-off guy, um, 
his kid was enrolled in in that that kind of style um just listening to what the of course it's it's different from America it's open to anyone but some of the conditions that are there like it's kind of weeds out people who don't really have the financial means to do certain things like I remember he was saying like for the school I forgot the school which school but it was one of the elite schools that like for the kindergarten basically like his kid his what's enrolled in the school but basically his wife had to go to the school every day and stay there all day you know um with him in the kindergarten now you know and and watch i don't know what the fuck she was watching i don't know what she was doing but basically every day his mom had to go to the kindergarten and she sat in a different room or something like that and attended basically kindergarten with him now if you think about it working moms can't do that you know anyone who doesn't really have like a housekeeper or you know like other kind of means to really manage their life that's really a tough thing to do plus you have the high tuition and things like that so basically they kind of automate by by having someone do that they kind of de facto um eliminated anyone who's a working mother from enrolling in that kindergarten program and what that means is if you have a work you know if you don't allow working mother of course it's it's not written but implicitly if you um don't allow working mothers you kind of set a financial bar limit um minimum of 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 people that can attend that uh kindergarten which means like you kind of like set a bar minimum a financial minimum of kids who automatically are able to uh hop on that escalator and ride it on up to the university level so it kind of works like that um in some instances again this is not an across the board kind of thing but this is just an anecdote that i heard from this case and they got bank so you know, <laughs> you, you know <laughs> um yeah that's kind of what it is so hmm. So she was a princess Mako was allowed to get off that kind of royal family escalator system and, and, you know, enroll into a university where she met her fiance and later husband. Again, fuck his name. I, I, I mean, I'm just not researching his name. Um, it's not really important to the story, you know, and I'm not jumping on Google. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so this dude, um, my impression of this guy just just watching doing the research seeing some of the the tabloid pictures of him like online like he really seemed like he like putting myself in his shoes this is just wild speculation on my part i'm not shitting on this guy i don't know anything this is completely my fucking you know bullshit ass glass of wine theory you know um excuse me um i think this dude was you know, kind of experience with girls, you know, living college life, having a little, little college, little play, having a little fun, you know, drinking, partying, whatever. I mean, he's not like a party guy, but generally speaking, like, you know, maybe a little, had a little game to him. And he's like, oh, shit, it's a princess. What? You know, a young guy, you kind of, young guys kind of want trophies in that sense, if you will. And so maybe he had, he was a little bit ambitious, a little bit of a social climber. You know, he got in her circle. He was able to spit a little game in her ear, whisper, whisper a little game on there, sprinkle a little game on that. You know, you know, and she's like a sheltered fucking royal family girl. So she's like, yeah. <laughs> hmm. 
So, um, they start dating. Now, um, they start dating throughout college and, um, of course, you know, she's really traditional. So she wants to get, they graduate from college. They continue dating and, you know, on the path to marriage. Now, um, this is kind of where the shit hits the fan really. Now, uh, I would imagine again, this guy's a social climber and me too. If I were that age and I, and I kind of fell into like a, poli- a girl from like a high society political family. If you really think about it on the surface for like a 19, 20 year old dude, you know, it, it, it seems like if you're of that, and I kind of went through that type of phase as well. You think, Oh yeah, that's easy. That's a come up. Hell yeah. You know, um, let me just, you know, boop, 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 holler at Shorty. She's cool. Boop, boop, boop. Get that royal family and I'm set for life, baby. You know, kind of is kind of that young guy kind of thing. You can kind of imagine like a young guy thinking like that. But you don't understand the amount of scrutiny, pressure that comes with that. If you're like a 19, 20 year old dude, you know, you just kind of thinking, oh, yeah, I can live the easy life marrying a fucking princess. No, oh, you know what he signed up for. <laughs> so, um, so fast forward several years and, and, you know, they're dating and they want to get married. This is some shit that went down like four, I don't know, maybe four or five years ago. So like, because they got engaged, then a scandal jum, 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 came to light. Oh. So they weren't allowed to initially get married because... Um, apparently the dude's mom was a divorcee and according to one of my students, I don't know how much, you know, she might've been again, a social climber, maybe money hungry. And, you know, she's a single mom trying to do her thing, come up how she can, you know, hustling. So she had a boyfriend and basically her son needs to go to college. So blah, blah, blah. She somehow talks the guy into loaning her money for her son's college education. It's, I mean, it's money, but it's not a lot, a lot of money. I think it was like, like 20, it could have been like $20,000, maybe 20 to $50,000, maybe, which is a big amount of money. But if you really think about dealing with the Royal family, that's not like a huge amount of money. Like you can just go get a loan or holler somebody something. But it kind of speaks to the character for me, the character of the mom being like, you know, short sighted, if you will, because um, after, I guess, the royal family situation came to light, the dude kind of popped up and is like, yo. So she took the money and basically broke up with the dude, promising to marry him. She took the money and then broke up with him, paid for her son's college. Dude, you know, the son's about to marry the princess. Dude pops up like, yo, bitch, where my money? <laughs> you know and um she the mother refused to pay him that's where they fucked up in the first place right um i don't again you don't know really what's going on let me let me be like you don't know what's going on behind the scenes because i'm sure once you know this kid comes up on the radar the royal family they got security they got people they got a circle they got a team that's doing background checks doing shit behind the scenes so you don't really know what advice they're getting what whatever whatever but for some reason or another she decides not to pay the dude and um then it becomes like a huge fucking scandal 
You know, it was like, where's the money? Who's going to pay? What the fuck? He's got financial troubles. You know, this is headlines all over the fucking place, right? So, hmm. Because of that situation, the royal family doesn't approve the wedding. Uh, doesn't approve of the wedding, and they're not allowed to get married. It sounds like a tragic story, but again, you know, this is kind of like royal family type shit. So, of course, right? Like, so, um, the dude, if I remember correctly, he decides to be a lawyer. Now, this is where I tell kind of Japanese people, like, I'm sure you, you can kind of imagine as well. Like, on the surface, it's just them two, but you know behind the scenes, there's like a whole squad of affiliated organizations, friends of the royal family, movers and shakers, company presidents, politicians, whatever you want to say, who are indirectly, you know, supporting the couple, doing whatever that they need to do, right? You you just know that, right? So, So, this dude... Um, I forget, I might be missing, messing up some details, whatever it's been a few several years ago. Um, eventually what happens is they don't approve of the marriage. They're like, okay. He's like, all right, I'm going to be a lawyer somehow. You know, again, he gets randomly gets a job at a law firm in New York. So he's got to go to New York for a few years to be a paralegal or some shit like that. And, um, then he can kind of take the bar exam, be a lawyer get a good job, you know, fall ass backwards into a good job. Of course, he gets set up with a nice place in Manhattan, of course, right? Nobody talks about the details of that, but come on, you know, some big company, Japanese company in New York was just like, all right, man, here, we'll give you a job, just whatever. And, um, and, 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 you know, like Princess Mako basically, um, what it sounds like is, you know, she kind of was really itching to just get the fuck out. Like, like the, British royal family chick. I forgot Prince Harry's wife. I forgot her name. But um, she just wants to get the fuck out of Japan. She just wants to be free. So, you know, this dude, this commoner dude is kind of her only chance, really. she There are probably other suitors that she'll be able to get, according to one of my students. And maybe another one of my students as well. You know, they can set her up with anybody. Company president, a blue blood type of Japanese person. But it'll be a marriage of convenience. It really wouldn't be for love. Right. And she wouldn't be happy and she'd be stuck in Japan and she'd be basically put in that birdcage and she'll be stuck there forever. Right. So she's like, fuck, I want to get out, you know, just get me the fuck out. Right. So if you look, this dude is kind of her ticket out as well. So she wasn't letting his ass go. And so but now this dude is kind of stuck in the whirlwind. This is where like he just if you look at if you can go back on your own and look at some injury, he looks like a deer in fucking headlights, man. Like once those cameras start flashing and the reporters start asking, he's just like, what the fuck did I get myself into? And which is kind of alludes to what I said earlier. Like, you know, I can kind of put myself in his shoes. Like, I remember what it was like, you know, I went through those kind of phases, those times, like up and downs when, you know, you, you go through a phase where you start smelling yourself. You start feeling yourself a little bit as a young man at some point And. And you think that, you know, not your shit don't stink, but like, you know, you can kind of talk, you know, smooth talk your way in and out of a lot of stuff. And, you know, he got himself into some shit that was like a kind of, in my opinion, in my opinion, way out of his fucking league. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so now like you got cameras and you got scrutiny, you got tabloids being like your mom, this and 
you know, where's the fucking money and what are you going to do? And you got to fucking, you know, go to New York and live in Manhattan for three years. And you got all this pressure and this media scrutiny. And it's just like, fuck, you know. So, so yeah. So, mm. this motherfucker goes to New York for three years, right? And he's in New York for three years and boom, COVID happens. Oh, shit. I said the word. Okay. Well, fuck it. Well, man, whatever. YouTube don't like my ass anyway. <clears throat> the thing happens. Okay. Um, I'm, you know, um, and so, um, so yeah, um, so he, she, she got them broke my fucking train of thought. Whatever. whatever fuck it. Whatever. I get like 10 views on my videos anyway. Um, so that happens and you know he's stuck in new york and she's in japan and they can't see each other but then several months ago he comes back yeah i forgot what the series of events happened so he's a paralegal for several years and then he has to take the bar exam <laughs> yeah that's what happened so you know everything's kind of set up you know he's he's coming back to japan to get his bride and then he'll be a lawyer, you know, making 200000 a year, probably get a free company-sponsored apartment. He can pick her up, take her back to New York, and they can live happily ever after and all that shit. It's kind of the, how the fairy tale would end and how it's been kind of the set up for them, of course, for unseen forces behind the scenes. You know, he cleared up the financial issue, blah, 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 blah. Well, dun, dun, dun. Dude didn't pass the bar exam. Right. And so, <laughs> so, so he failed the bar exam. So, um, when he came back to Japan and I think like one, like maybe October or something like that. And one or two days later, the news broke that he failed the bar exam. So then it was like, Oh fuck, you know? And so the news, the media storm went even crazier. And then they had, um, a press conference together. It's like, well, what are they going to do? Are they really going to get married? And then she's like, I'm marrying this motherfucker. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Like, you know, she was like, but he just looked even more like a deer in headlights. It was, and I think that's when like the story hit internationally. She decided the father said like, okay, go ahead. You can, you can, um, you can leave, but you, we're not going to give a sanctioned official like wedding ceremony. And, you know, she, is entitled like leaving the royal family she's entitled to about the equivalent of a million dollars kind of um uh, money she refused that of course she kind of has to if you think about it because of his past financial issues because he didn't pass the bar exam you know japanese people are very very much into like financial security so questions about you know how will they make ends meet in New York, you know, her family's money. I'm sure you can kind of imagine. It just wasn't a good look for her. For her it was just impossible for her to take that money. Anyway, you, anyway, you slice it. It wasn't a noble, brave act. It was just like, you can't take that fucking money. You know, the media scrutiny on this dude would have been like gargantuan, right? So, it, you know, that's impossible. So he doesn't take the money, you know, and they go to New York. Um, You know, they do a press conference and... The dad's like, yeah, you know, whatever, like, let her go, but um, no way, I'm not doing, they didn't, you know, I decided they weren't going to do a wedding, blah, 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 blah. She gets the fuck out of Japan, finally, I think, like, a few days later, they leave, and, you know, she's like, 
I can tell they, they showed some pictures of, of them in New York. I'm sure if you type in like Princess Mako, uh, New York City, you know, they'll, you'll find some pictures of her shopping and stuff like that. But for me, looking at those pictures, I pulled it up with a student at lesson. It looked like it's totally PR, like, you know, a publicist showed them kind of casually in New York style clothes walking around and, you know, with like no one else around them, of course, like, you know, in New York City, in random streets, like, I, was, I look at myself like, dude, that's, that's fucking their publicist. Like, they clearly set that up, you know, um, to kind of ship, to make, basically to make the Japanese people feel at ease about her being in New York. I was like, dude, of course they're going to have full-time security. They're just not going to, like, plop them down in some fucking random apartment in New York. Like, indirectly, they're going to have, like, security. They're going to have a place, like, whatever the fuck happens. So now we're set up for February because the fiance is going to take the bar exam again. I don't know. Like, I mean, hopefully, hopefully, you know, they're a young couple. Like I feel sorry for the dude personally. Cause I'm just like, geez, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Like the scrutiny he's under probably, he's probably shitting a brick and sweating bullets. Like every fucking now and then with people over his shoulders, tutors and stuff like that, you know, it's gotta be fucking a living hell for this dude. Um, <laughs> but you know, that's what he signed up for. Um, so yeah, so he takes the bar exam in February and he's going to have to pass. If I don't even know what happens if this dude doesn't pass the bar exam this time. I, I just don't know. I like, that's when I'm just kind of like got my popcorn ready to see what the fuck happens. Um, hopefully he passes it and then like they can just have their happy ending and then that's the end of the story. But, um, if not, I'm sure, I'm sure the board, they have a plan B in store for them, but yeah, it's just like a crazy situation. It's been a crazy situation. And I'm pretty sure like, you know, the um superficial uh headlines. I didn't watch read any of the articles, but I'm sure like like just reading from the headlines, they kinda sugarcoated a lot of details of the story. You know, 'cause just Japanese princess moving to Tokyo seems kind of like fancy, you know, and they might have included some details for the scandal. I don't know, but it's, it's been a big ordeal for the past several years in Japan and Japanese media. So that's pretty much what's going on. February, I'll try to remember to give you guys an update if you don't see, if it doesn't pop up on your timeline or anything like that. I'm pretty sure him failing the bar exam might not pop up on foreign news, but it'll definitely be all over Japanese media. So hopefully he passes it and then we can just get, they can get on with their fucking lives and maybe like have some kids and shit like that. Um, well, we'll see what the fuck happens, but, but yeah, that's it. So that's going to be it for tonight. This time's episode. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm going to end this quickly just because you can hear my voice. It's kind of get a little bit strange. Just, you know, uh, it's just strange. But yeah, it's all good. Hope you enjoy that story time with Akil. Um, do your own research. Do your own research. That sounds so cliche. But, you know, do some research on the story. It's, it's quite an interesting kind of thing if you want to. Um, and let me know what you think. So, all right, next time I, 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 what do I, got? I got something else. Yeah, I got something Next time, I want to go a little bit deeper into economics with you guys. Hopefully, it'll be a, a bit earlier than, you know, um, fucking two weeks just because the end of the year is coming. So I'll have a bit more free time, hopefully. So I kind of want to record some more shit for you guys. But, yeah, I got something else that I really want to talk about with you guys for the next time. Uh, we're going to take it to um, the videotape, you know, next time for some more bonus content. But until then, I will holler at you next time. Peace.